Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Sure, it'll be Halloween. See, oh, uh-huh, that time. That, <laughs> that time Ooh, it was and spooky. Yeah, absolutely perfect that time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Halloween special. Literally, because it's Halloween, and also we're doing Halloween. I'm here. My name is Owen. Dan is here. Hello, Dan. Uh, I'm doing a Halloween scream. You're doing a Halloween scream? Did you do it internally? Uh, okay, yeah, that's better. It's <laughs> good weekend. that your Halloween scream decided to show up that nice. time. And also, Kevin is here. Kevin, I am also here. Kevin is our uh, designated for this episode resident horror slasher. I don't know. I'm sure you're an expert in something at some point. You're oh, you the slasher. This. That is a controversial claim as I'm, well. I'm I'm just I'm just glad that someone considers me an expert in something. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> one of us has to be, and we did rock paper scissors. <laughs> you get to be the expert this time. All right. Next it's time very, we'll do. It's very difficult to do rock paper scissors with three people present. Let me tell you. That. Oh, we figured oh, we, it out though. We should extend it a little bit as well because yes, is fair. Kevin is into um, horror movies, especially uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Ourselves, uh, Owen, uh, we're not really mad into horror movies, are we? Uh, no, not at all. I once no. made the brave and bold claim on Twitter that there has never been a good horror movie ever. Now, let's be fair here. We have to be fair here. There is a slight bias there because you are terrified of horror movies as well. I'm terrified of a specific type of horror movies. Things yeah, like Halloween yeah. and Friday the 13th are not scary. They're dumb, right? I'm yeah, scared of... Dumb doesn't mean it's bad. Things that are... In any, anything to do with like possession and spooky ghost stuff, I'm not going to watch so, it. It's just never so gonna happen. the the ring, the grudge, uh, like haunting a hill house, that kind of shit. I've seen two That's... out of three of those. Oh, okay. And I, like... I, uh, no. All right. No, no, no. It's funny, given that you're including possession here. Technically, that counts child's play as very. It's one of the scary ones because that movie's about possessions. That yeah, entire but... series is. Well, that's any. That's about a doll, which makes it doubly creepy. Like oh, Annabelle, like I hate. I don't like. I hate puppets and those yeah. porcelain doll looking things. I despise oh, them. You should watch The Boy. It's a movie about the boy who is a porcelain doll, and yeah. this old this old couple hires a ba- uh, like a babysitter to take care of their porcelain doll. Yeah, I don't think I should. To be honest, it's it's actually terrible. I um, I yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I will ever watch anything that anyone recommends to me that has anything to do with this. Uh, unless, of course, it's Halloween, which is what we're going to talk about this week. Halloween, yeah. the original, the best, yes, the only have, good we have, one. We have to specify that because um, of this series, which spans uh, like 12 movies at this point, three of them are named Halloween. Uh, Her, yeah, the, no, the newest no, one to release, that. Halloween Ends, that came out like a couple of weeks ago, is the 13th mm. installment in the franchise. I, but, I was close, I didn't even look it up. <laughs> yeah, that was number look unlucky number 13, because it's been uh, hailed as very not good. But yeah, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. But. We, we're going to talk about the original 1978's Halloween, directed by John Carpenter, the master of, I don't know, stuff. People really, really like John Carpenter. And oh, yeah. talk about made on a, like a shoestring budget as well. Like this mm-hmm. is like is this was done like in just over two weeks, three hundred grand. It was nothing. There, and there, yeah, there, there, there's like a story about the the producer for this. Um, he approached uh, about it, like okayed it like nearly immediately because he's like, yeah, I only need like three hundred grand for it. And he was producing another movie at the time that was costing about three hundred grand a day. So he was like, yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> you can have yeah. that. So yeah. that's pocket change. Yeah, and made a lot of money. John Carpenter, of course, if anybody is not familiar with him, I mean, I'm going to name a couple of films and you'll instantly, you'll definitely have seen one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Escape from New York. The Fog. Yeah. The, the Thing. Yeah. Right? 
Escape from LA, of course, Village of the Dam. Can't believe, can't believe you did a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> Pre- uh, what? The, the thing. thing. The thing. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was it, good it was one. an interesting take on the backstory I wasn't expecting. <laughs> it worked for me, I think. Finally, made, finally the Fantastic Four are interesting. But yeah, that's John Carpenter. He's done a lot of things. Who is in the first Halloween? Uh, fucking Donald Pleasance as Dr. Sam Loomis, the... the Fantastic in this as well. Fucking oh, idiot yeah. of a doctor. Um, but yeah, he's there. And Jamie Lee Curtis, who everybody knows Excuse now. Me. But at the Excuse time. me, not an idiot of a doctor. Fantastic doctor that loves hiding in bushes and scaring kids. Going, he's a very weird, I'll, I'll very weird you know, he's man. The only, he's the only medical professional in this movie who actually like does his job in this movie. In the later movies, he goes a bit off the yeah, off the fan, yeah. But, but there's one. Which one is it where he's mispronounced? Where he says the Sam Hain thing? Um, oh. oh, that's that's that Halloween the, two. That's the, the Halloween second two. one. Yeah, that's I just hate. an American thing in general. Don't though. like him because of yeah. that. But yeah. there, Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, is in this. She wasn't a name at the time, but she is now, of course. Everybody knows Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. and she's I mean, back for the new ones and stuff. From royalty, Hollywood royalty as well, like. Yeah. You know, her mother and father, like, big names. She owes everything yeah. she has to nepotism. You're right. Very well put, <laughs> Daniel. A va- okay. valiant point yeah. in favour of Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Kevin, was, and Kevin and I were talking about this before as well, just to go back to the Doctor. Um, there were other people, um, like... Asked to play the role. Yes, I, I let Kevin speak about that because I don't want to just make it up on my own. Yeah, so like <laughs> Donald Pleasance wasn't the first person who was asked. Um, There's two two other actors who were notably asked. I don't know about like anymore, but the two that were notable were Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, and both of them turned down because they saw it as way too little money for uh, for playing a role, which is fair. Like, the movie had such a small budget. And then uh, later on, Christopher Lee went on to say it was the biggest mistake of his career to turn down that role, which is bold to claim, given some of the movies I've seen Christopher Lee appear in. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but see, um, the thing is, one thing you say about Christopher Lee, he might appear in some stinkers, but he was always, like, brilliant in them. Oh, he but always I, was, yeah. yeah. But, I like, I want to see the movie where he was in Halloween hiding in bushes scaring kids like <laughs> I just I want to see that I just I can't I literally can't imagine it you know yeah there, there's um there's an alternate universe out there where we see the Christopher Lee version of this film and he went to appear in all of the various sequels know, yeah. um and that that's that's an interesting thing to think about and Donald Pleasance is Saruman that, that's Ooh. another interesting one to yeah, think then, about. No, you, I think. you've got me interested now. <laughs> I don't do. I'd watch that. I tell you that much. Yeah. Which is really impressive, to be fair to him, because he died in 1995. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he actually Fine. he died before the the last of the like original set of movies could come out. Like he he appeared in it, but he died before it released. Oh. Um, so they changed the ending because the ending of the original director's cut, which they have released a director's cut, but they changed it, um, so that his character dies in it. Um, uh, whereas in the original, like they baited a sequel where he led a druid cult, um, that was related to Michael Myers in some way. Um, Sam- by the way, this Lord movie, Sam Hain. Uh, yep. the, the, this movie just so you know is garbage, um, <laughs> like terrible. I'm talking about the the like sixth sequel. I can't remember. It's like we, Curse of Michael Myers. Can we jump on the Sam Hain thing though? Because mm. this is a cultural thing. So obviously, like if you're from Ireland, we call it sound because yeah. that's how you pronounce it. Um, but I've heard someone saying, like they literally posted on Facebook saying, "Oh." I, I know sound is the proper pronunciation, but it doesn't sound scary at all compared to Sam Hain. That's and I'm just like, Sam Hain sounds like a weird Halloween Disney character they make. That's you know the Tom Hanks clip where he's like, um, he's on uh, Saturday Night Live and he plays some weird sort of Halloween character. Like that's the kind of Sam Hain what I would think of anyway. That's. A weird take. I like when I when I hear the words Sam Hain, I don't actually like gravitate towards. Yeah, that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just my brain immediately going. Ah, oh, someone the fucked up saying Samhain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess their the budget didn't extend to you know learning how to pronounce things that you put in your script or what they mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not to be a, fair. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a Halloween two problem, not a that's Halloween one a, yeah. problem. Yeah, we'll get there. Let's dive right in. Let's see. Let's let's do what the hell is going on here, and Kevin can take us through the history and the ins and outs of Michael Myers and the movie Halloween. So we're talking. So where do you want me to start? Start this movie, or do you want me to just go deep into Michael Myers' fucking weird history? Oh fuck it, let's go deep. Who's Michael okay. Myers? Michael Myers. Uh, it depends on your canonicity. Either he's some fucked up kid, or some druids made a cult to raise the ultimate evil. Um, one of those is true to this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, okay. So, but, like, so in this movie, he's just yes. A, he's just a guy who likes. To he killed people, right? Or well, d- the Doctor Loomis will say he's he's literal evil. I guess a couple yeah, of times that, or whatever. That's, he, that's he's actually, just a guy. Um, that's based off of a thing. Uh, John Carpenter, when he was in college, did a tour of a psychiatric hospital, and there was a kid there that looked him in the eyes, and Carpenter was like, "That kid looked at me with a look of pure evil," and apparently in his brain, he's like, "I want to make a movie about that kid." Um, and he also his other goal with uh, Michael Myers was to make him completely unrelatable he wanted no one in the audience to relate to michael myers so that that's that's basically what you need to know about him as a character he is this unrelatable emotionless monster man uh who stalks towards you with a knife ready to kill you any any, Uh, anyone any of you guys relate to michael myers no no Uh, a few people no no, me either uh, i don't (laughs) no what (laughs) no i don't relate to michael myers either what are you talking about he's I, don't, I definitely can't relate to that fashion sense. I have one single question I'd like to ask about Michael Myers that maybe there's yep. not an answer to. Where's the mask come from? Um, what is it? He finds it. No, well, the original mask. I can explain that. The one yeah. he's wearing in the in in Halloween, yeah. Oh right, wait, wait, he gets it from. But I can tell you where they they made the mask from. You mm. could tell me both. Okay, so actually, uh, it's a Captain Kirk mask that's been painted white. With the eyes cut out and bloated out a little bit. Oh, okay. So, like Star Trek, uh, yeah. I don't know where he gets it from. I, I guess, like, like I was talking to Kevin this before. Um, you know, he partook in Halloween as a kid. There's every chance he went into some sort of store and just, I guess, I don't want to say bought a mask. Well, no, he doesn't have any money, so yeah. I mean, he well, doesn't have anything come out of there. He still gets stuff. So well, like, we I mean, know, he could have a- like we know where he gets the overalls and stuff, right? Like it's, yeah. it's shown in the movie that he kills a mechanic and takes his outfit. Was the mechanic yeah, we also- wearing that mask as well? <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing: we also know that he actually stole weapons because there's a scene, uh, like partway through the movie, where where um, Laurie and her friend uh, drive past a cop. And the cops uh, are investigating someone who stole a bunch of knives from a store uh, overnight, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's just some kids doing pranks." Uh, and that—that's. They might have actually even said that he stole a mask as well. I'm not. I can't 100 percent remember it there now. Uh, the, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I we know d- maybe where they, he got yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like they don't. They, there's a there's an explanation for where the rest yeah. of the stuff comes from, but he just has he this mask on all the time. <laughs> To be fair, it's not it's not the hardest thing to have stolen. Like he stole a gravestone in this movie. Yeah, that's a fair point. He did do that. Um, yeah. So like, like him swiping things out of stores isn't exactly the most unbelievable part of this. Um, True. Most unbelievable part is where he learned to drive. But. He had to choose. It. That's that's the thing that gets me because as much as I don't understand him, like there is intelligence going on there. You know, they, they make a point that he's been, what, staring at a wall for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been talking. He is just basically, like, there's no spark in him. But now it seemed like he was biding his time the whole time. And everything he does in this movie seems meticulously planned and thought out to fuck with people. Like, yes, I guess it's a movie. So obviously the, the the people who wrote the script, the director, they planned this. But within the world, like, this is a man that likes to tease fear. He likes to play with his victims. He makes sure it's a big sort of ongoing drama that only he is aware of at the end until, you know, they get killed in by him. Yeah. So they, there's some sort of intelligence going on here. Like, especially because, you know, he also learned how to drive. 
even though we got, you know, thrown into a mental home when he was a kid. Yeah. Like, there's some intelligence going ah, they on drive, there. They drive automatics in America, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, just I, get I, in and go. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he just found his way back, to be honest, no matter Yeah, yeah, he knew, he knew exactly how to get back to name of town is yeah. in movie. Uh, Haddonfield. Yeah. Um, That's the one. Yeah, I, I remember, like, there's a line that uh, Dr. Loomis says in the movie where, like, someone says, like, how could he have learned to drive? And he says, oh, well, maybe one of the staff taught him. I don't know. And that's somehow the most plausible explanation <laughs> to, to yeah. it. There's no other, like, like possible way where it's like, yeah, no. May-. Like, the only thing I think of is maybe when he was a kid, his dad let him back the car out the driveway or something. That's that's the only thing I can think of him getting any experience. Well, I guess because what age was he when he when he kills his sister at the start? He's like six. six. He's six yeah. years old, right? Which is pretty fucked up. But again, at this point in this movie, he's just a kid who likes to kill things, right? He's not. Yeah. He's not a literal Celtic spirit that's come back to life or something. Yeah, yeah. no, that doesn't come till much later. Um, and oh, they do some stuff with that plotline. I, I, uh. everything, everything is still somewhat within reason in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. except that one scene when um, Jamie the Curtis is looking out the window and she sees him at the washing line and she doesn't seem to like look away and he disappears in front of her. Like that gets me a little bit. It's like, yeah. okay, I don't know how he managed that, but fair enough. Yeah, thinking back on that scene, I always thought, like, oh, there was a, a good reason why he disappeared. But no, not really. He just walked away while she was looking, and she got freaked out. That was, like, scary movie. has taken the piss out of that kind of thing. He yeah. Did, yeah, he uh, just but... he did the, like, Homer reversing into the bushes. Game, yeah, just yeah. Very, very Pretty slowly, much. like, reversed himself around the corner, which was the creepiest part of it. Because it was so mm-hmm. creepy, they couldn't show that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- like to be fair, this movie creepy as all hell. Uh, especially the section like where um the section before the killing starts, where it's just like Michael Myers in the background building the tension up. I think works really well. There's like an extended part where he's following around uh, uh Jamie Lee Curtis and her friend who I think was named Linda. Um, Lindsay. The, no, there's a Lindsay Lin- and a Linda. Is there? There's both. Yeah. I don't know which is which, but there's both. But, no, Lindsay's yeah, the little kid, I think. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're both in the car together, and they're driving around. And uh, in the background of the shot as they're driving, you can see Michael Myers is tailing them in his own car. Which, like, I'm going to put aside the driving thing for now. Uh, uh, which is, is, like, it's really tense and creepy, I think. I Yeah, um, I, I would say something that this movie does, and as much as this, like spawned countless other like serial killer murders people franchises and whatever something that this does that like the newer ones and modern movies like it don't bother with anymore is building tension like it but this i in my opinion it builds it a little bit too long before he starts actually doing shit but it it there's so much of this movie is just non-stop is like it's michael myers just looking at people and just standing weirdly yeah. in the background, and, and every once in a while, like yeah. <laughs> Laurie's like, "You don't see that guy," and or, "Oh my god, he's back again!" Is that creep in his automobile who's like staring at young girls? And it's just like it's a constant thing of you going, "Oh my god, no, he's gonna. This is the moment. He's gonna kill someone. He's gonna kill her now. No, now." That's what I mean, though, he has. There is a level of game to this for him. Mm. Like he is playing. Like, he has rules to his games that he's not breaking. He has a way of doing this. Obviously, he planned this now over 15 years, I guess. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say plan, like, exactly. Because him specifically targeting um, Jamie Lee Curtis and her friends seems to only arise because they arrive at the Myers house. And she start. I mean, he starts ta- stalking Jamie. So yeah, I think that part like, is just like he didn't select his victims that far yeah. in advance. He just chose yeah, well, them I mean, by happenstance. How he approaches his victims, I say, he is planning like, like. Well, he has the entire day to stalk them and like figure out where they're going and everything. Yeah, is, does this all happen in one day? It's yes, all takes place on Halloween God, night. Okay. Oh, on Halloween. Well, on Halloween, yeah. Um, and that was actually done for budgetary reasons. They were going to have it take place over multiple days, but decided instead to put on one to limit the number of scene like changes and costume changes because they had no money for this movie. Yeah. 
And I mean, um, in fairness, there's like two locations in this thing, really. Like, yeah. In all honesty, there's outside the house and inside the house, really. Yeah. I know there's we like a, there's like what they go to. They do go to different houses, but they're just, like for filming purposes, they were probably all the same house that they just like, like, rearranged total, the furniture. Is, in total, there's three houses in this movie. And we see the insides yeah. and outsides of both. But they're all probably the same house, really. <laughs> like the inside scenes, they just changed the furniture around and redressed yeah. <laughs> But this is, so Michal Myers, if, uh, to give him his Celtic mm-hmm. name, I suppose, he, he's escaped from a mental institution that he's been in since he was six years old. And yes. he's just, he just likes killing things, right? Like as a character, is there any, like, there's not a... He's a presence to me more than he is a a thing. Like he's he's just yeah, like it's a... it's kind of, and this is a weird comparison to make, but stay with me. It's kind of like the idea of it's it's the same thing that makes Scream work. It's more so the idea of someone just randomly one day deciding they're going to kill people around them. You know that that's kind of a thing with Scream, um, and that's. A thing with this as well, where like it's just some guy who started killing people, and we don't really know why. Like for this guy, at least uh, for Scream, they go in depth for it. Scream, but... yeah, Scream is a bit different, I think, because like mm. a lot of Scream is based on playing off the fact that there's a bunch of other movies that do this, and yes. it's a little bit satirical at times, and it's supposed to be just like this is happening because this happens all the time sort of thing. It's just like, it's a trope for the time Scream comes yeah, around. Like it's, it's, it's very, it's very trope savvy. And you know, even Halloween got in on it and in H2O and Halloween resurrection, which, Oh God, Halloween resurrection is a movie that exists. Uh, <laughs> uh, very uh, quick warning. Don't watch Halloween resurrection. If, if you can audience, please don't do that to yourself. Unless you want to see Michael Myers get beaten up by Kung Fu by Busta Rhymes. That's exactly what I want to see. <laughs> okay, then I highly about? recommend Halloween oh, Resurrection. Yeah, I'm going to watch Halloween Resurrection <laughs> immediately. Yes, let's do that one. Does Michael Myers ever go to space? That's what I want to know. Um, no, he actually managed to avoid that specific trope of uh, horror movie villains. Yeah. More J- Jason, Jason is the mm. superior bad guy, then, well, isn't he? Uh, the leprechaun, leprechaun, leprechaun went to space, too. Leprechaun and Pinhead. Pinhead went to space? Yeah, there was, a, I think it was the fifth Hellraiser movie, Pinhead went to space. There's a new one of those out as well. That, is it out? It's coming out. I can't remember. It's out, I think. Hellraiser. Hmm. Yeah. So let's talk um, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie, then. Uh, mm. Who I understand in the in her return in like the newer sequel, re sequel boot thing, whatever. Yeah. That uh, like in this one, she's she's just the victim, right? She's a final girl in this one. Like, I know, she, like she's the one who survives and whatever. But it's not like in the newer ones. If there's a little bit more of a like, she's she's gonna fight back sort of thing in this. She just runs around terrified a lot. Yeah, but like, yeah, but basically, it's it's what happened to Sarah Connor, um, yeah. because uh, like, oh, this one night happened to me, like so many years ago, and I've never been able to get past it. I always think that this guy's gonna come back, especially since no one killed him when he got away, uh, and you arrested him. Um, it's it's um to be fair i do think after rewatching this i do think it is a little bit weird of a jump to go from halloween to uh halloween i guess is the, is the another name because when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things the relationship between uh like mike um like mike myers and uh, laurie is built up so much in other movies like halloween 2 and uh halloween h2o uh, and it's and they go into the Halloween 2018, and it's just like, oh yeah, they they have this link to each other because they're because she survived that night and he never got to kill her, and she's been pra- and she's been training her whole life. Even though in this in the new timeline they're not related, um, because they decanonized Halloween too in the new timeline. Is that a good thing? Do you think? It's a, th- it's definitely a thing. I mean, it put a, it put a clean, it put a clean uh, palette onto the, onto the story. I think because so much of it had been like, 
so much of the story is weird that just bringing it back to basics, removing el- like removing elements that don't really add anything. Like them being siblings, when you really think about it, doesn't add that much to the story. No. Um, and if it's if it's a random killing, it, it makes a lot more. I don't want to say poignant, but uh, like it, it makes it makes it a lot more hard to deal with, I guess, for Laurie because this could have happened to anyone, but it happened to her. Yeah. Um, so I get that Jason picks her out as like, you know, the final girl. Like he he really does build thing all the murders around her. Yeah, I mean, he seems to want to uh, uh, at least culminate in her murder. Yeah, um, because he goes for each of uh, each of her friends uh, first, like just across the road, um, like literally just across the road from her. <laughs> Uh, and all the kids know, but she has no clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I tell you one thing, the boyfriend deserved to die. All right. Cause okay. that man, two second sex. Uh, well, that, and that man, I think is possibly a pedophile. All right. Oh, the, there's the, a the, very, the very, there's a, no, no, it's not even the way he looks. There's a very weird <laughs> conversation about halfway through this movie, right before he, right before they, Michael Myers starts killing them. And it's him and his girlfriend and they're in the house on their own. And she says something about, let's go upstairs. And the boyfriend says, oh, I get it. First, I undress you. Then you undress me. Then you undress Lindsay. Lindsay's the eight-year-old girl (laughs) in the movie. She's the small child. Because I had to pause it. When I watched it again, I had to pause and I had to go, no, surely... He's not talking about the child, is he? But that's what he says. He's that's that's the joke that he makes. Are, are, are you sure? Are you, did he not say Linda? He said Lindsay. He and you the one your one just kind of laughs a little bit cuz Lindsay's the little girl that they're supposed to be babysitting, but she's been brought over to Laurie's house. She's supposed you know, to be there. You know what? I don't usually get to say this about murders and and slasher movies. That's a lie by the way. I usually do get to say this about murders and slasher movies, but uh deserved. <laughs> Yeah, that, that guy should be dead. We should be thanking Michael Myers for his service. You know what, Michael? Michael, you get one clap for for a good pick. That's one clap. Well done, Michael Myers. You you, you picked know, your picks. Unfortunately, well. unfortunately, I have to take that clap away because you did murder and eat a dog. Uh, so he ate the dog. Didn't you hear uh, Loomis said like they see a dog that's all like fucked up and his guts torn out, and Loomis says he got hungry. Oh, I didn't yeah, think that I was. Think more of a yeah, I didn't think it was literal. Death, yeah, not like mm, scrumptious. I thought it was like like he couldn't not kill something any longer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did literally eat the dog. Jesus. I mean, like it's kind of a thing for Michael to constantly kill dogs. Like going forward in the franchise, he does it a lot. It is the easiest way to let everybody know that this is a a bad evil person. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they if they are mean to a dog in any way it's immediately everyone goes oh we don't like this guy huh? yeah that's why they showed an extended scene of him choking a dog out in this movie yeah the dog's whimpering didn't um i'm not an expert on dog whimpering mm-hmm. but it, it it like he it went from barking to going Arr! it it didn't feel like a snap death it it just kind of felt like it was sad for a while looking at him I don't know. It just, it just caught maybe me it, like, maybe it looked into his eyes as it died, and he's like, "I feel sorry for you. <laughs> you will never know the love I of a dog." I pity you. <laughs> the great, the greatest way to harm Michael is pity. Yeah. Uh, from a uh, was it a German Shepherd? I think was the dog. Something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, Michael, he goes on his killing spree. He kills Lindy. He kills Annie. He kills Bob. I want to say is the boyfriend's name. Bob the pedophile. I, I don't, yep, Bob the same. pedophile. Um, I think I, I worth noting about Bob um, is I think this is the only role the actor did, like ever in his career. Uh, whereas the other ones have why. done other things. I want to say that's one sturdy kitchen knife. It's one long oh, I th- kitchen I knife. I thought the exact same thing, <laughs> man. When he hangs Bob up from the fucking knife, first of all, the blade is not that long. Okay. Yeah. No. It's no. not how that knife should work, right? <laughs> it just shouldn't I, happen like that. And I know I understand he's like mental, uh, so he has probably like mental power, like strength. 
But mm-hmm. that's some strong upper body strength he has. He holds him up by one hand and mm-hmm. stabs through him and into the board behind him with the other hand. And he yeah. stays up there. That, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's like the scene that like where he like tilts his head, like the iconic Michael Myers head tilt after a kill. I think he was just confused about how that worked logistically. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. what am I? Like, how did I do that? That yeah. Like, that's absurd even for me. Well, I guess that's why, like, do you think maybe the Celtic stuff, was that the franchise trying to explain the fact that he's, like, some sort of unkillable superhuman? <laughs> it, I, they, I think it kind of has to be, because every, like, every slasher reaches the point where, like, how, how, do you, how do you, like, explain how this guy isn't dead yet, you know? Because he gets like, shot a lot in this one. Like, oh, you should see some of the punishment he takes in later movies. Like, there in one of the movies, he gets shot like by a firing squad, falls into a river, drowns a bit, wakes up, goes back unconscious, goes into a coma for a year, wakes up the next Halloween, and immediately strangles out the guy who took care of him. Yeah, that reads. Do do all the other movies also take place over the course of a single Halloween night? Uh, yes. Well, like, sometimes there is a bit of, like, a, like a preamble, but generally it is over Halloween night. In fact, Halloween 2 is set on the same Halloween night as this movie. How, oh. do, how does that work? So, basically, um, you know, at the end of this movie, Michael disappeared from the yard uh, a- after getting shot. Yeah. Um, he time traveled backwards. No, it's, um, it followed, basically, ambulances come, pick up Lori, bring her to the hospital, uh, Michael continues killing a bit through the town and eventually follows her to the hospital where he starts uh, absolutely slaughtering his way through hospital staff uh, to get to Laurie. And is, is, so in Halloween 2, is Michael Myers visibly injured from the bullet wounds? Like, does he, no. or has, he, has he just healed instantly and everything and he's back to full strength? Michael Myers has a healing factor, I, I think, is something Michael that needs Myers, to be said. Michael Myers is Wolverine or something, I think. Pretty much. Point. He has he takes such an absurd amount of damage. Um, so yeah, like Halloween two takes place on the same Halloween night. Uh, then Halloween three is a completely different universe, not at all connected to this Halloween. They in fact watch this Halloween in Halloween three, um, on like on TV. Don't question it; it's just the thing that happens. Um, then in Halloween four. People were mad because Michael Myers wasn't in Halloween 3. So John Carpenter stopped directing and they got some new guys and they were like, what if we said that uh, Laurie Strode had a kid and died in a car crash off screen and we follow the kid. (laughs) Um, And in this timeline, uh, Laurie is Michael's younger sister. So this kid is his niece and uh, it's... Uh, Jamie Strode is her name, so a little send up to Jamie Lee Curtis. And um, in the first movie, she's like, "Oh, this really sad kid, kid actress who gets bullied and also is being hunted by Michael Myers." And then the next one, she loses her voice, and it's even sadder to watch her go around. And then the fourth movie, uh, sorry, in the third movie, she's kidnapped by the Druid cult and f- forced to have a baby that will be the next Michael Myers. And uh, they don't do this in the non-director's cut. They d- don't tell you how she got pregnant. In the director's cut, they tell you, and oof, oof, that story beat. Um, uh, but anyway, her baby, she dies. Her baby gets taken care of by Paul Rudd, who is playing the kid from this movie. Um, Tommy? Way, he's playing He's playing Tommy, yeah. No, um, I didn't know Paul Rudd was in a Halloween movie. Paul Rudd is in, I think it's Curse of Michael Myers. Um and it's bizarre. Uh, let me tell you that. Wow. Um, he is playing the role so weirdly, but he's also like basically the night changed him, and he's like really into the like the mystery of Michael Myers. Um, and there's cult shit, and they go back to a hospital too. And I don't know that movie is really confusing, and I don't fully understand it. And the cult that controls Michael don't actually control Michael, and he kills the entire cult. Anyway, that timeline ended there, and they're like, "What if we didn't do that?" <laughs> that was that. Which one? That's the f- fifth movie. So that would be the sixth movie because Season of the Witch is the third, technically. Oh, so that okay. And then they did H two O, 
which H2O. is it is it just called h2o like is there is is water a thing in halloween no, h2o it's, it's halloween just... 20 years later yeah so they weren't really so thinking H2O. about they weren't trying to make some sort of a it's the, it's the first movie but it's all set underwater that's what <laughs> it's like it's avatar 2 you'd think, 2 that, you'd think that it's, it's michael myers versus the shark from jaws uh and Michael Myers in Sharknado. That's what it should be. Just, it's just a tornado with Michael Myers. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. a giant tornado causes a thousand Michael Myerses to fall on <laughs> Haddonville. <laughs> and they oh, have that's... to fight. It becomes a purge scenario where everybody's I, I just think... fighting a war against a team of Michael Myerses. All of them played by... It doesn't matter. They're all wearing masks. Yeah, I think I think we need to contact Sci-Fi. This idea is going to get greenlit no matter what. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> William Shatner, Captain Kirk. We, yes, yeah, he's not even wearing um, the mask. He's just no. His own it's face. His own face is bloated enough now that he doesn't need the mask. Oh. So yeah, the, Ouch! The, the, the Twenty years later timeline is much less complex. It's basically continue from Halloween to Laurie is. Michael's younger sister, and now she has a son, she doesn't have a daughter, and also she doesn't die in a car crash off screen, which I think we can all agree is a better use of her character. He um, will pay those masks, though, eventually, because, like, you know, he's, what, 23 in this, right? Uh, he's 21. The The credits say 23, but they're actually wrong, because he was he was put into the hospital at 6, and he stays there for 15 years. Okay. Um... So, but like, yeah, he he must like source the mask after a while because what is what age is he in the latest one? In the newest one, he has to be in like his sixties, I think. Yeah, sixties, maybe seventies. Um, but he's still strong. And, and so, actually, in the newest one, he's wearing the same mask from this movie. Like the physically same mask, or well, it's it's meant to be the same mask as this movie. They did have to recreate it with weathering and like aging and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um. He's only like he's just a little. He's a couple of years older than Laurie. Then she's what yeah, she's Laurie, supposed to be like seventeen. Yeah, so Laurie was a baby when Michael was a. Yeah, so she's she's like seventeen in this movie, and he's about twenty-one. So they're about four years apart, which is bizarre to think about when you really like, like you think about it because like whenever at least for me, whenever I thought of Michael Myers, I thought of like oh he's just this big dude, like probably yeah. in his forties or something. Um, but no, he's only a few years older than our main character. Yeah, he's t- he's still a kid, man. He's just yeah. making mistakes. In the mental hospital where no one's looking. I mean, they I mean they just seem to think he stared at a wall all day. Uh, yeah, but like like the more they looked at because he's very good at like do. That's why he's so good at doing things when people look away quickly. He's been working out this whole time, <laughs> so he, because he's been trying to hide when he's working out. So, like, now it's really easy for him to just disappear and people look away for a second. There you go. He's a secret gym bro. He's a secret gym bro. There you have it, guys. We've figured out Halloween. <laughs> just no him. druid cult necessary. <laughs> just, this is a reference I didn't think I'd ever make. You remember the music video for In the Club by 50 Cent? <laughs> I, I am. I do, <laughs> He's yeah, hanging yeah. upside down from the ceiling doing fucking sit-ups. Upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. That's Michael Myers in his cell. He's just, like... I imagine, like, the eye roll scene. Yeah, he's physically gripping hit the ceiling with his feet. Like, there's yeah. not there to hang out of. He's just like dug in to the, to the brick. Like the, the the staff come into the room occasionally and they look up and they're like, "Fuck, where do those holes keep coming from?" Jesus, he's just man. gripped yeah. through it. This old building is just falling apart. It's not very safe in here. And secretly, Michael but, Myers is just punching the wall every time they turn around. Doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't help that they accidentally have been feeding him protein powder for fifteen years. Do you think he released all the other uh, people in the mental home? Because they're all walking around. Yeah, I was going to ask this, actually. I don't think he did actually. on purpose. But did, so did he, did he kill all the staff? I think he killed a fair few of them on the way out, but we don't actually get a number on how many died. They don't ever talk about it, really. It's just like, oh, shit, he's out. And it's like a no. 28 days later scenario when they pull up to the gate. There's just people. Was, oh, you let them outside? No, I was like, no, you idiot. It's the middle of the night. The only thing is, if he did kill a few people on the way out, surely people would have ta- taken the doctor more serious yes. when he says, he's coming back yeah. there, fucking be careful. Actually, yeah, you're 100% I, right. Surely the doctor could have been like, no, he's a killer, all he does is kill, and they're like, Psh, bah, he's been locked up for years. Yeah, he just killed 
the staff of 27 nurses at the hospital <laughs> that he was in broke out, okay? All he knows how to do is kill. It's like, what are you talking about? He's only killed one person in he, his whole life. He only killed that one sister he had, like, 15 years ago. Can Wait, I are we talking, is this Halloween one or two? He killed one of his two sisters. Uh, can I just say that that nurse who opens up her car window was an idiot? Like, mm-hmm. like surely you, you wouldn't step out of that car, never mind open a window, like. Yeah, no. Um, terrible decision. And yeah. weirdly enough, she's actually a recurring character uh, franchise. She didn't oh, die? She doesn't die? Uh, no, she didn't die. She appears in, I believe she appears in Halloween 2. She's the one who actually drops the information that uh, Michael and Laurie are related. She reappears on Halloween uh, H2O, where she's playing the same character and uh, is killed by Michael uh, as one of the opening kills. And she reappears again in Halloween Kills, I believe, where... Uh, she points a gun at Michael after unloading all of its rounds into the car roof. She points a gun at Michael and goes, this is for Dr. Loomis, you bastard. And then she realizes she has no bullets left in the gun and he kills her. (laughs) (laughs) What a a classic character we have at our hands here. There we go. Uh, Yeah, absolute classic. I'm so glad that she keeps reappearing to die every time they remake this franchise. Yes, Jesus Christ. Wow. It kind of like I you said what was it you said there a couple of minutes ago? It's a, it's it's all really a bit bizarre when you think about it. I think that's the tagline for this franchise, to be honest. Yeah. Like if you really you just look at the timeline stuff that they have going on, it's just a, it's all a mess, really. Oh, oh, you think that's a mess? Do you want to know the really fucked up thing? I talked about the druid cult already. Um, you know that guy who's telling Doctor Loomis that he's crazy for thinking Michael got all the way back to Haddonfield. Uh, he's the guy who runs the druid cult. The actor comes back, Wait, it's him. The police officer? No, no, no. The guy in the hospital. Oh, the like dude the out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, maybe he let him out then. I mean, like, tech, like in this, if you go by that timeline, then yeah, that would make sense. But, That's um, why no one's listening to him as, uh, and to the doctor either, because they're all just like... He wouldn't kill, but he will our Dark Lord. <laughs> you know? He's not our ready yet. Lord. He must feast our... before he becomes our Dark Savior, Lord Samhain. A dark, dark, dark Messiah who has risen again, this fucked up kid we found 15 years ago. Yeah, Let's put a tattoo on his wrist. This creepy little child. We must make him our Lord and Savior. God, this is such a strange franchise. But th- let's talk this movie in particular. We mentioned the budget mm. earlier. Mm. Very low uh, by anyone's uh, standards, really, to make a feature film. Do you think... Can you tell? Um, and sometimes, yes. But like a lot of time, I think the, they stretch the budget really well. Um, like Especially in terms of... like, uh, There's a lot of really dark scenes in it, and that's a darkness out of necessity, but they use the darkness so well. Like I'm specifically thinking of that one scene where, like, Laurie's backed up against a wall and you can see into, like, the dark room and his face slowly starts coming into frame. Yeah. I suppose in the modern take of that now, we don't really have stuff like that happen in horror movies anymore because Mm -hmm. lighting is too professional now. You know? Um, It's it's very high grade. Well, there has been, uh, actually quite recently, uh, that somebody posted a side-by-side a still of that exact scene from the original mm-hmm. and the basically a scene from, I don't know, is it the 2018 one or Halloween Kills? Or maybe it's been ends, actually. Maybe it's when that came out. Um, that's essentially the same scene, but the lighting is completely, like, you can see everything and it doesn't yeah. have the same effect whatsoever. No, it's light, like, these massive lighting rigs just fucking kill movies. Uh. Just, I mean, some of the, the, the best scenes is when we see... Um, him in the background and it's just like a floating mask in the darkness yeah like, that is so iconically i want to say beautiful like uh <laughs> like once you start seeing his overalls and all that kind of stuff it's just a bit like oh okay you know whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah his, his, okay. over, his overalls the... are certainly an outfit choice 
It's the Jaws effect, really, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> the low budget helped them, just like Jaws when the 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 mechanical shark broke. So they just you can't see it. It makes it scarier that you can't really see him. I think in this, there. Yeah, I think there's times. I think in rewatching this, like there obviously, it was made in 1978. So there are parts of it that you kind of go, Jesus, this is a bit. It's a bit rough around the edges in places. Like yeah. some of the sheen. The, there's a couple of. I think at the. St- I think the opening scene, when it's like, it's all a POV from, little kid Michael Myers's thing. Like when he starts stabbing his sister, that's hilarious. Yeah. I think like yeah. that doesn't look he's good at all. Near, no. He's not even close to touching her with that knife. Like, but the, and he's no, also he's too like tall. Staring at it. Came out with the knife. It looked to me like a doll's hand. Yeah, he's he's also like from that camera placement, a really tall six year old. He should be looking up at her, but then that doesn't work for like for film power references. Like if he's looking up, that means anyway. But yeah, it's just it's some parts of it I think are funny, and that's it's it's going to happen when a movie is like what nearly forty years old at this point, like. Yeah, like like sometimes its age shows shows its shows its head a lot. I think, and like I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Um, there, there's some, there like some scenes like that where it's like like what's happening here? Tiny baby man is walking up the stairs, but he's like a regular sized man with tiny hands. And more <laughs> than forty years old. Sorry, Jesus. Twenty eighteen yeah, like, was the fortieth anniversary, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, Fucking hell. Old, old movie. Uh, very old movie. Yeah. yeah, well, crazy to think. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Any other fun facts about Halloween, or will we dive into our final thoughts on this one? Um, I, I, I had a fun fact I wanted I wanted to say, and I said this to Dan after I watched it. Like, I sent him a message, um, and I said, I really like how you can tell what movie John Carpenter was looking forward to making next, because all through the movie, they're watching the original version of The oh, Thing. The Thing from Outer Space, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and the next movie John Carpenter would make is the thing, um, which is I think I think that's great, <laughs> like a nice little reference in there. Um, that's the only thing I can yeah. really think of in terms of like fun, fun facts. There, there's probably like a lot of things to say, but um, oh, I've got one here. The opening POV sequence we were just making fun of took two days to film. Well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There you go. <laughs> Why yeah. not? That was most of that was figuring out what, uh, like thickness of fabric they could put in front of the lens of the camera so that it looked you could still see through it. <laughs> even wasn't even I thought it was like a mask they put on, like a camera mask kind of thing. Because I don't oh, see like any, a filter. Do other, like, yeah. Do you, like I don't see any inner folds shifting as they're moving around. It's, it's very static. Yeah, maybe it was done in post uh, or something afterwards. It was a really terrible Halloween mask. I wouldn't be sorry if they just like took a camera and just plopped on some cardboard with a ice cut out and just leave oh, it at that. You know, I'd, I'd say that's very likely. That's probably I feel bad. yeah. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Like I don't know if the person holding the camera was the one who had to be the hand actor, but if they had to be the hand actor, they had to stand underneath the big camera holding their no. hand occasionally. Yeah. No. No. I don't think it was the. the cameraman doing the hands thing yeah no so i feel bad for the hand actor because they have to stand at whatever uh whatever awkward position needed for this uh camera to stare at the stabbing yeah. hand god god imagine what john carpenter could do with a gopro yeah. <laughs> all right um, let's go let's do some final thoughts on halloween as a whole over now all right so we know we know kevin's a big fan dan what do you think of halloween so it's been a few years since i've watched this uh, actually i've watched it twice in the last two weeks um i watched the remaster there okay i think i like it in a different way than it's probably intended and i don't mean that in a heart this is stupid no i genuinely think i'm very impressed with how much was done with so little like this is the kind of movie that seems almost accessible for people who want to go out and like do their own movies or scripts and that kind of thing. It's it's not there's no visual effects in this which are like beyond a hobbyist nowadays. 
you know, everyone has a camera. You could make this movie with your phone, crying out loud. You know, let's be real about it. Yeah, I I think um like the equivalent in more recent horror terms is probably something like the Blair Witch Project, which again yeah. was made for absolutely nothing, and it spawned a whole slew of that like found footage style um, horror films and stuff, which people are still kind yeah. of playing around with at the minute. Yeah, Halloween. I don't know. I'm I kind of with you in the fact that like I don't. I didn't. Wa- I can appreciate a lot of things about Halloween, and I think I'd liken it sort of to when we watched Ghost in the Shell. In that, like, yeah. I hadn't. I definitely would have seen. Like, I I know I probably saw like Friday the Thirteenth and other ones like before I saw Halloween, and it's cool to watch. Like, you can watch John Carpenter was a master at this sort of shit. Like, and it's cool to mm-hmm. watch him do so much with so little. But it's it is kind of like. I think there are better ones, maybe. Possibly, I don't know. It's not like I'm. Not, I'm not mad about it or anything. I think it's. I think it deserves its place in like as yeah. as as much praise and love as people give the original Halloween. Yeah, Maybe not so much the rest of the franchise. Yeah. But the, it's like, an excellent you know. proto version of what's to come. Yeah, which is exactly what I think I said when we did Ghost in the Shell. That I was like, yeah. I can see, I can see what it did. I can see all the stuff that this like invented and and pushed into, like, horror movies changed forever after this, right? And it was the same with with other things. It's nice, It's cool to go back and see where, where all the shit that's so tropey and commonplace now came from, that this was kind of the, the first, or one of the first, really, that, like, blew up in any big way. Um, yeah. I think, I, I think Michael Myers, as a, as a killer, doesn't do a whole lot for me, really, to be honest. Um, and I... Like, in terms of, like, characters, like, except for the fact that she lives, like, Laurie is not a character, really, like, in this one. She's not, she doesn't, I don't particularly care for her or anything. <laughs> she she doesn't give me anything to be like, no, don't kill her, not Laurie, we love her. But mm. I guess maybe that came later with more appearances and she came back for a couple of times in the franchise and stuff. But um, I think it's more about how it feels to be her rather than you caring about the character for this movie, though. It's yeah. more about how you would feel about as the walls are coming in on you, you know? As slowly, oh, your friend hasn't arrived to the place yet. Oh, um, you know, that's as far as I can go, really. Um, yeah, like, that's it. Very much, yeah. like, the boundaries are coming in on her, like, you know, and, like, yeah. what do you do? Like, I would say another point, slowly... actually, that just dawned on me. The worst, t- the worst people in this movie are her neighbors that don't answer the door. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. What the no, fuck is they, their problem? They're clearly at home. <laughs> Here's the fucking thing. They not only are they clearly at home, you can see them in the window. Yeah, they they open <laughs> the curtain and look out at her and she's like clearly in distress and they just go. Yeah, no. she makes fucking eye contact with them and they turn off the light after that. What the fuck? Turn off the light before that. Don't be a more yeah, egregious at, dick about it. At least have the decency to pretend you're not at home, right? At yeah. least <laughs> probably know her as well. They, but surely they know her. <laughs> it's sure. a small town. Like, yeah, everyone not... knows each other here. They all do. Like, even they all know each other. The police, with, with the one of the girls that gets killed, Laurie's friend, is the police officer's daughter, right? Like, yeah. they all know each other. It's not like they didn't open and go, "Who the fuck is this crazy bitch on our front lawn?" Oh, it's just Laurie. They live like, next door all her life. Like, <laughs> do you think it's a little bit of like? Christianity thing um, back then and to a degree now is like because all her friends are openly fucking you know very kind of taboo to um, some religious folks maybe she's just seen us part of that group or we don't we don't deal with that even if she is part of that group I don't understand what they would be thinking she's up to by knocking at their door screaming there's someone after me I'm going to die help me let me in please please well, she doesn't um, say that exactly. But well, she doesn't say that exactly, but I didn't write down her, her well, script. She, shouts uh, she screams for help, and then I'm pretty yeah. sure she screams, he's going to kill me or something along those lines at one point. And they just don't. <laughs> They're just like, oh. yeah. Like <laughs> not dealing with that tonight. They actually, they actually reference this in the 2018 one where uh, Laurie's granddaughter goes looking for help in a similar way, but the people actually answer the door and call the cops. Um. So... At least in the 40 years since then, people have gotten nicer in horror movies. I like that Laurie, when she runs from um, 
him and Michael, and she runs in. Like her brother lets her in because it's like leaves Emmy in, and it's a whole thing. Um, first thing she does is turn off the lights. And yeah, phone. And it's just like I get the phone part. Why turn off the lights? Is it the make it seem like she's not home? Yeah, she thinks that's oh, what the neighbors should have done. Michael, yeah. John Michael Myers is going to knock on the door and go, "Oh well, I guess she's not at home I mean, now." To <laughs> be fair, he didn't knock on the door, so like, <laughs> maybe he's like a moth. He can just see lights. He's just drawn to the light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, she he, makes no, a lot of? He's a he's a trick or treater. He won't go there if the house lights aren't on. Yeah, yeah. actually, that would kind of work in his mentality. To be fair, like he's still a kid in his head in a way, isn't he? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like originally, he was going to be wearing a clown mask, like the one he wore when he was a kid. Uh, so, like the original intent was, he was going to be kind of more like his kid self, I guess, mm. um, or at least dress like him. Um, but yeah, I like, I I generally really like this movie. Um, I don't, I I don't think it's as crazy like as crazy as most of the other franchises. Um, at least how they start out. Like, if you look at Friday the 13th, even... Well, I mean, the first Friday the 13th is boring as sin, but, like, as a good twist. Um, but, like, Friday the 13th goes straight into doing, like, interesting weird shit. And, um, then you've got Nightmare on Elm Street, you've got, uh, Chucky, you've got, all, like, all the horror pantheons, on like, next to Michael Myers. I, I think Michael Myers definitely deserves it, but I think this movie is one of my less favorites on, on the horror pantheon. Um, like, when it comes down to it. I'm more Freddy Krueger man myself. That's fair. I'm more Chucky. Because uh, sure. more like Lord of the Rings. I like Saw. Do you? Really? I actually think the first Saw is a really good movie. Huh. I genuinely, yeah. I think oh. I really, I really think the first saw is very, very clever and really well executed. Uh, and as with, same with most of these horror franchises, just goes completely off the rails. Oh, oh like, yeah, like jo- John yeah. Kramer gets gets to ridiculous levels of foresight and planning, where yeah. he's just like, I plan for things so far in advance that it's like literally impossible to understand whether or not I might be God. He's also <laughs> he's also died. The character has died like four times in different movies at this point, and he's still coming back for another one. <laughs> well, like, no, here's the thing. He wasn't even like he died in four movies. They just keep telling about the time he died just, one time. Just, just, like, he's <laughs> they dead. They keep flashing back yep. to it. And he's coming back. He's They're making another one, I think. I actually haven't watched the Chris Rock one yet. I the must... Chris Rock one isn't about Jigsaw at all. No, it's um, but it's a, uh, yeah, but I must watch it. It's a copycat killer. Spiral or something it's called, isn't it? Spiral from the Book of Saw. That's the one. Yeah, such a weird. Spiral the Dragon. Spiral the Dragon is Jigsaw. That's what. That's what. I, that's, I watched that. I didn't that much. That's an interesting twist on the character, yeah. giving him <laughs> flight and fire breath. Oh yeah, instead Look, of listen, cancer. It is, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised I wasn't in one of the Halloween um, movies. To be honest, that Michael Myers yeah. just has that power. It's it's so weird to me that Michael Myers like. And only one of the timelines has canonically got superpowers um, yeah. compared to the rest of the horror pantheon where it's like, no, yeah, they they, they just, like, oh, yeah, Jason, he's a zombie now. Don't worry about it. That's why he's unkillable. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't. It's he's fine. in Manhattan in that Manhattan movie. He's only there for 20 minutes at the end. Yeah, actually, yeah, feel Rob Zombie surely would have wanted to give him some sort of flame breath or something when he so, remade. I think. Uh, well, I mean, he like in in the Rob Zombie one, they focused on giving Michael Myers a backstory. Ah, uh, classic which, Rob Zombie. Yes. Yeah, it's really weird to see Hellbilly clash with like suburban horror, which is what this is. This is like horror in the suburbs, but everyone's a Hellbilly character. Yeah. True. Well, there you go, folks. That's Halloween as a movie and as a franchise. We hope yeah. our expert, Kevin, lived up to his title of expert. If not, we will never let him have it again until the next time oh, he no. wins Rock, Paper, Scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Gets to be called. I've got that. a secret to win at Rock, Paper, Scissors every single time. It's called I bring a grenade and tell people let me win. <laughs> That's That worked this time, yeah. That's why you got yeah. to be the expert. Let's see if it'll work next year. <laughs> <laughs> we We will be back soon with another episode on the main show and what's on the box is carrying on 
the guys are still covering Andor at the moment. the last one on the um, slate at the moment. Uh, we're hoping to do a few movies. Uh, Dave and I have been talking about doing some um, Indian Bollywood movies, maybe in the future, because we like special effects and weird shit. That sounds like a good reason to do Bollywood movies. Yeah. Well, I might I suggest then you watch RRR, which is on Netflix it's at the exactly moment. exactly the one we were talking about. And is going to be India's submission for Oscars uh, this coming so. year. Uh, yeah. And it's absolutely, okay. outrageously incredible. Mm. Um, and it's not a Bollywood movie. Technically, it's a Tollywood movie. But Have you seen cutting that hairs. flag scene? I've seen the movie, yes. Oh, but the flag scene, oh. So good. It's so good. It's, it's genuinely so good. such, such fun. But yes, there we go. That's what we're coming up. But we will we'll do more. We're coming back soon. Thank you to Dan. Thank you to Kevin for his knowledge and expertise and trying to explain Halloween to us. Not an easy task. I tried my best. <laughs> and it almost made sense, which is as much as you can ask for for a Halloween movie. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. Sure, look.